What's up, everybody? It's Hollywood Cole here for another Smooth Ramblings. It's been a long time since we've done a Smooth Ramblings. The last one was the top uh, RPGs, something like that. It's been a long time since we did any podcast, but it's been even longer time since we've had this very special guest, Coastal Minority. What's up, Coastal Minority? What's going on? Hollywood Cole. It is a pleasure to be oh, back yeah. in the land of the 21st century with internet at my house. I'm pumped, baby. Let's go. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm excited, man. It felt good. He's sitting here in on Discord with us. See his beautiful face drinking some coffee this morning. And that's right. We are recording in the morning. There's only been one podcast ever recorded in the morning. It's this one. And uh, usually do them at night. So, I'm excited to be able to do it in the morning, man. I got my coffee here. So you sipping a little coffee. Yeah. And this is an accurate Love it, man. statement that What's it say? Uh, I says I survived another meeting that should have been an email, which is totally accurate <laughs> uh, in my profession. Uh, I don't know how I get anything done with the amount of meetings we have daily. So Yeah, yeah that's crazy, man. But so Coastal Minority's very first podcast was uh, Smooth Ramblings with us, and it was about Warzone, or Battle Royales in general. We were not fans. I was not a fan. So Coastal turned us on to it, and now we love it. And But now, it's kind of dying out, man. It's kind of dying out. The Battle Royale scene, well, I don't say it's dying out. Warzone's dying out. Warzone 2, last I heard, dying out. Yeah. And uh, but but Fortnite, Apex Legends, they're still kind of going strong. So and we don't need so there's a whole other discussion right there. But what we're here to talk about today is a little new newer thing to console gamers, DMZ, the extraction shooter, which we've just fallen in love with, man. Us, Revelation, Coastal, and um, we really like it. And we're going to talk a little bit about it today, and maybe the future where it's going. We got our expert here, Coastal, uh, knows no all <laughs> all things uh, modern warfare and whatnot. So, look, what do you think about this DMZ Coastal? You like it? You think it's the new thing? Is it is it got your attention more than battle royales? I think it has taken off uh, better than expected for the the, the masses. Uh, I also um, for me personally, yes, absolutely. It is. It is. Um, it's a way for people who casually game to really sink their teeth into a mode that is. I don't say it's built for the casual gamer because there's some some sweats on there. But what I'm saying is, you don't have to be as involved with the meta and the up to date and the practicing and the amount of hours you have to put into. Uh, a Warzone battle royale as you do this one. This is uh, more slowed down. This is more tactical. Uh, there's objectives, and um, it ticks a lot of boxes off for somebody who can't play a lot, um, or or for people who do play a lot. But um, yes, I'm I'm definitely hooked for sure. That is well said. Yeah, you, that is a good point. It's it's a little bit. So let me let me let me kind of back this up a little bit. Warzone two comes out, and everybody's excited. We're playing. You know, Resurgence, Warzone 1, are having a good time with the crossbow. They messed it up. We've already heard my, if you hadn't heard my last smooth, one of my smooth ramblings about um, our streamers ruining, you know, the competitive shooter 
Uh, I'll get into that. But um, So we kind of fell off of it a little bit. Then Warzone 2. Everybody's excited, so we play it. And I'll never forget, you know, Revelation's good, pretty good gamer. You know, we're pretty good shooters. Uh, you know, we're not far from, you know, the best or anything, but we can hold our own. You know, we've won a few. And I usually get a good amount of kills. So um, let me see if I can describe this. He's looking out of a window. We're right at like the last part of the circle. He's looking out of a window and this guy runs, this is in battle Royale. This guy runs by and his back is toward revelation. You don't ever see revelation. And then revelation puts like, there he goes right there. So he gets ready to pull up and that guy spins around so fast and smokes revelation before he could even pull the trigger. (laughs) And we go, dude, what is going on here? Like, and I don't think the guy was cheating. Um, and it really high. So even if his buddy was off in the cut, and saw him say, hey, window, window, window. And the guy was able to turn around and shoot him window. But that was our first inkling, inkling of like, dude, what is what are we playing here? You know, <laughs> it's a skill gap, gap that massive where one player can't even pull up his gun and shoot before the other guy can spin around, acquire him, pull the trigger, and smoke him before he can even pull the trigger one time. You know what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying. So, so that kind of turned us off of that a little bit. We didn't really really get into war zone too too much and and so what is this dmz so we loaded up get in there and we're fighting bots and doing you know we we're cool with that hey it's kind of like that spec op stuff that we used to mm-hmm. do back in the day and i said i think there's real people in here we played like two or three games before and uh, he's like oh no i don't think there's real people i said no i think there is i looked it up and there's like 22 teams and the map the map is so massive you know, we did. We played like one or two without knowingly running into anybody, and um, so the once, but once we found out there was real people in there, now you change the whole game, dude. And it's so fun. It doesn't seem like you really die stupidly. I don't know. It just it's more. It's just not chaotic, man. You know, yeah. they got the AI; they can dial down. But but so but that is a great uh, analogy about it. it's a little bit. It kind of gives the casual gamer. And we, Doc, I know you're going to be listening. Dude, get on there with us, man. You will love this DMZ. Um, and uh, I know Clear he is, and I know Swinging. Uh, uh, I talked to him the other day about it. But uh, but we, Doc, you know, he played Warzone with us for a long time. He needs to get on there. He will love this DMZ. But, but anyway, yeah, and so now we're learning. And so we'll get into a little bit of how Call of Duty's DMZ is working. But now we're learning at least for me, who's not a computer gamer, you know, this extraction shooter has been around for a little while. You have games like Tarkov, Escape from Tarkov, um, and a lot of these new ones coming out, like um, Dr. Disrespect's game, that's going to be an ext- this is going to be an extraction shooter, right? It's, it's, it is an extraction shooter, and he's actually going to, he's actually tagging it um, a vertical extraction shooter. The, he he started a triple A gaming studio with with several developers and, and people that have worked on all Halos and Call of Duties and he was a map builder himself on Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. He's made several maps that you've played before that you probably didn't even know he did. Um uh Call of Duty Ghosts as well. And um it's gonna call be called Dead Drop and it's gonna be like any other extraction shooter large map, but um in the middle of the map where things can get dicey is all your extractions as far as I've, I've seen so far is all in the huge skyscraper in the middle. You got to get there first. Then you, it just adds an element of swinging from one, 
floor down to the other on a rappel or you know you're in a you know you're in a staircase battle trying to get to the extraction i don't really know yet but yeah it's still it's still going to be an extraction shooter you're going to have objectives you're going to have loot you're going to have you know uh which something that that dmz does not have yet you're going to have a like a like a room like a like your, I don't know, it's a man cave, but your your whole supply closet is you're gonna have all you can be able to build guns and do all sorts of stuff that we don't have yet on on DMC or a console. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that that's so. Uh, I got something to say about that, but so yeah, Tarkov, you know, went back and that's a little bit more hardcore. The Division was a console gamer extraction shooter. I never played it. it. I know that a lot of the times they were saying you shoot something and it takes a lot of bullets to kill. So now we're on Tarkov Light with Call of Duty uh, DMZ. And now with Dr. Disrespect's game, the first thing I think about when you talk about extraction shooters down in the stairwells and all this, if it gets chaotic, you kind of lose a little bit of that uh, extraction shooter. And that's what I think about. And I'm not saying his game will be. There's nothing, that's speculation uh, on my part when you kind of confine everybody to these choke points, i.e. stairwells, or, um, and I know you can go down the outside of the, of the building and stuff and, and DMZ, this is off the top of my head here with the, uh, DMZ, if you get killed, the map is so large, either the team has to camp your frame or move on. You know, so if they camp your frame, it's a 20 minute map or something. That was the time going to move on and you can get it resurrected. That, that is such a cool element that escape from Tarkov. I do not believe has, I don't play escape, but I watch it because I watch a lot of streamers and um, what's cool about DMZ is let's say we're, let's say we're kind of separated, you know, uh, Hollywood's, you know, a couple of clicks to the East and me and Rev are somewhere else. Well, you know what, if me and Rev get in a battle in DMZ and they smoke us, you know, once they lose interest in Ludus, they're probably out of there and Rev can come and revive us. And that is an element that is, I, I think that mechanic right there, Hollywood, is 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 what part of what separates it. It yeah. makes it fun because you're not out yet. It, not only are you not out, you have a chance to redeem yourself and smoke that whole team. Yes. You know, at the so, end, if, if we're off running to the end of the oh, track, getting pumped. So. We're playing the night. We're playing the night. So it's oh, we're for game. sure. We're playing all <laughs> night, baby. Yeah. So. so uh, so here's how this this guy this gets excited. So before before we move on, I don't want to lose my point though. I, don't, I the thing that the beauty of DMC so far, and this is a brand new, it's in beta, it's the whole thing, is that it's not as chaotic as Warzone is what I was talking about with the skill gap there, and it's a little bit kind of spinning and shooting, and it's the same people playing, same you know maybe not the same streamers, but it's kind of becoming a thing. You don't seem to get these cheap deaths, and also it doesn't get chaotic enough to where I'm just worried about Dr. Disrespect's game that it's going to be too many just choke points and people can camp those choke points or you run through there and one guy on your team dies, but you even survive the fight, but now it's too late to resurrect. You see what I'm saying? So I don't know. I don't know anything about that game though. So don't. Well, here's the deal. He he has every six weeks, he puts out uh, 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 a section for you to play if you're one of the founders or whatever. All right. So I've watched them. It's very raw. And what's cool about that game is he gets input from the people, from the consumers and the people that are going to be playing the game. And uh, he has real people playing. So it's not just developers playing the game. He has a lot of streamers in there and he lies a lot of anybody that played, 
you know, that I guess, you know, bought in, whatever, however they did it, you know, you can play every six weeks, uh, different sections open up. And, and I, and I will say this from what I've, what, from what I've seen vertically that they have, they have not gotten in the tower yet, but where they have played has had vertical sections, ramps, ladders, stairs, you know, whatever. There's multiple extraction points on each level. You don't have to, okay. there's not going to be one. There may be like yeah, in DMZ yeah. where the time runs out and there's only one left. It may sure. be something like that, but there's multiple. So I don't think what you're thinking so, about a huge firefight at the end, it, you may you yeah, can exactly. get in and out. You can get in that same thing with Tarkov. There's multiple points. It's more linear, right? It's not vertical, but there's, there's plenty of, of extraction points for you to get out. If you, if you, especially if you're running solo, whatever. You know, so it's exciting, man. I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see it. I just hope it's not developed for streamers because they talk about no, the footsteps, right? You know, and so that's an irritable thing to me. Anything that encourages camping and not moving <clears throat> is not a, a thing for me that I don't like. You know, like, oh, I can't hear their footsteps walking three houses a- across. You know, it's not realistic. I don't hear them running their three houses over. I mean, you remember playing Resurgence, and if you were in one of those houses in Resurgence Island, you could hear anybody walking in any house, and you're like, dude. This yeah. is not realistic. I don't hear my neighbors, you know, one house <laughs> over. And so, but they wanted to have these dang footsteps. So anyway, whatever. So that's a whole other discussion. But let's talk about how this DMZ works here. So you get in there, you build a loadout. Well, yeah, you build your loadout no. as far as your, as your tacticals, your lethals, and whatever extra, you know, ammunitions box, recon drone, whatever you want to do. It's always three people. And so, uh, it's, so you can't go in duos or whatever in terms of, uh, you can obviously go in with one person or two people or three. You can't go in with four, but if you go in with two, just know you're gonna be playing other teams with potential three people. They don't uh, have a duos mode. But don't forget this: if you're a one, if you're in solo, duo, or trio, you can still team up with up to yeah. six people total. If you want. So to. I didn't know. It was, I didn't even know it was a total. I thought you could just team up with as many as you want, but I guess it's so it's six. I think it's just six. Okay. I could be I could be wrong. So yeah, so there's all kinds of things. So first of all, you're, you're, you then you get a loadout, right? You can pick your gun and do the same thing. You pick pick your attachments and all this kind of stuff, and then that's your gun that you know you go in with. If you survive, you get to keep it. If you, know, you can unlock up to three of these guns based on the number of missions you can do. And there's a ton of missions you do, and it'll be something like go get an intel contract. You know, upload the intel or kill the HVT or kill another team or stuff like that. And they get harder and harder and harder collecting stuff, get pop, dropping them in dead drops. There's vehicles on these maps. It's the same. It's Al Mazra. They got multiple maps now, but I'm just kind of giving it basic. Same map that's in, you know, Warzone. So you learn the map uh, just by playing DMZ. You level up your guns the same way. Any guns you pick up off the ground are considered contraband. Um, and so you can, you can, take them out. You can extract with them if you can carry them and, uh, and those become in your load out there and you can use those guns. If you want to, you can kill an operator. You can, you can, uh, loot them. You got backpacks, you got plates so you can loot their plates, their money, their self revives, their kill streaks, their guns, any other items they might've been carrying. Um, but what, what coastal is talking about their dog tags, you can also loot and you can sell those. Some of them are so. Some of them are like five thousand dollar dog tags. I don't know what makes them more expensive, but I think some of them. It, I'm sorry. Know? Yeah, I think it's because of. Um, I think if they're on an X field streak, 
Like, oh yeah, okay. So, That's so right. Let's Makes say sense. they're on. Let's say they've made contracts and they've got their perks and they've got two. They've won two, three, or four in a row. I think it builds up. Yeah, I want to say you've alluded like a twenty-five thousand dollar dog tag, at least a ten thousand dollar, fifteen thousand. So it depends on how many kills. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is what Coast was talking about, which is what makes it really fun. We've done this multiple times. Is that if somebody kills you, they can hang out over your body and because you'll know if the body disappears. Okay, you probably didn't have any teammates because he's not expecting to get resurrected, or there's no need to come for him. So either way, you can loot freely, and um. If he's still laying there, he's probably got teammates that are going to come try to resurrect him. There's other stuff you can do. We'll talk about it in a second. But multiple times, they'll take that dog tag, and then they're highlighted on the map in a circle, like a general area of where that dog tag is moving. And if you get your buddy resurrected, you go back and kill them. Because they're taking that dog tag. It's almost like a slap in the face. Like, we don't respect you. This way we look at it, right? It's got proximity chat and everything in there. But if you're in a party, you can't talk. You can hear them. You can see their little voice indicator that somebody's around you but you can't hear them but um you can go hunt them down kill them and get their stuff and and run off so that's really fun that if they're down they can also ask for assistance and if you resurrect them they're on your team now also if you're in the vicinity of other operators you can request to invite to join their team and they can join yours so it's a whole lot of things you can do so if you go in solo like you're saying you can just hook up with another party if they'll have you um, so there's multiple, but you know, then that costs the other, now they've got two people that, you know, might have their own agenda to try to do certain quests and you're going in there to do quests. I mean, you get experience, you get keys, you get, you know, stuff like that. So you want to do the quest is what you're doing. Yeah. The, the, the only thing about teaming up, cause we all are in a party chat together, so we cannot hear them even if we join them. And yeah. if they hit an, if they hit a contract before you do, we can't hit our own contract. It's just one for the team, so that is an issue. Which we we all we us three experienced the other day when we were trying to do HVT or something. We had to do something. They kept wanting to go somewhere else. We were half of us were in the helicopter and half were in it. Was just uh, we just had to break off and do our own thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, and keep in mind, uh, listeners, we demolished you teams that asked to join us, and then we felt mercy on their souls and brought them with us. <laughs> After so, you yeah. killed them. <laughs> it's funny that they'll attack you, and then after you kill them, oh, it'll be teams. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. we're going we're gonna to move on. If they're on keyboard and mouse, uh, they can type in a chat that you can see that'll just <laughs> pop up. So they'll say, guys, please, can you stop killing us can so somebody, we can do yeah. contract? <laughs> can somebody resurrect me, please? Like, yeah, no. please, can you stop? Now, I, that was the last, when we were over there in Rohan, they they said, guys, please, we're just, and then they came over there right in our face and we killed them. Then we resurrected them. But, so uh, if you see, if you see Revelation 617 rolling through, <laughs> you might as well, they got a nickname for him on that game called Death Wind. He ain't going. <laughs> he ain't going to team up. You, no, you, he won't. You, you <laughs> go, <laughs> he don't. He don't believe in his teaming up. And I don't. I don't necessarily either. We, we are not going to team up with you, most likely. Now, who, what we will do? So this happened last time we played Coastal. Remember this on the on top of the extraction. Look at they were looking down on the town with us. So so let me let me look. So we were riding in a truck. Me, okay. Coastal, and Rev riding in the truck. This LVT comes by. So this is a massive armor truck with a gun on it. We go into an objective, and they drive by us like, oh, this real people coming. They just honk, beep, beep. So like, okay, cool. Oh, they're yeah. cool. So we honk, beep, and keep on riding. 
And so we go to the extract. We're doing a mission. It just happens to be by the extract. Well, they pull up and get out. I'm, I'm sitting on the, you didn't see this, but I'm sitting on the side of the mountain getting something up there. And that truck pulls right beside me. I'm out in the open. And he's just, just he's literally, you. he's literally looking at me just sitting there from me, from here to this so, computer. And he, I was like, hey, what's he going to do? And I got my gun. I'm not going to shoot at him yet. And he just stops and I walk down the mountain and he gets out. It's like, okay, we got an understanding here. That's why I was telling y'all don't shoot, don't shoot yet. Let's see what they yeah, do. And, they just and, try- and, and what we did for Hollywood was we did not shoot. However, yeah. We were in, in <laughs> tactical positions. We were in we were in Overwatch <laughs> mode with our snipers ready. Okay, go ahead, Holly. So yeah, so there at so Coastal's and uh, got high ground with his sniper ready, and um, he's like, I could take him out right now. So I'll just wait, just wait. And I don't know where Rev is at the time, and um, but he's I'm not sure he's in a good position, and uh, Rev's like a cat, man. He's like he's like my little cat. He's just always looking at you, but you don't know exactly where he's at. You know, <laughs> he always knows what you're doing, but you don't know where he's and like uh and I and so they're up there at the extract. Look, it's a mountain. Looking down, one guy's looking down. I say, hold off, don't shoot him. Coast like I could smoke him right now. I said, no, just wait. So I'm sitting in the window, just looking at him, fully exposed, not trying to hide, letting him know, like, hey, we're cool. Go ahead and extract because we're not shooting. But I did pull out a little a little flash grenade because I meant to, I was I, I pushed L. <laughs> Too, I thought I was pushing something else. Then he pulled out a flash grenade where he started start shooting through the window, and then we're like, "All right, we good." They shooting, and then immediately, boop! <laughs> Coastal <laughs> fires one shot. He's down. And then Rail pops out, kills the other guy immediately. And so <laughs> it was all like tactical positions set up, and we were letting them go. And then they died and lost their all their stuff. Didn't extract. We were trying to be cool, you know. And so it's one of those things like you see in all these games where do I trust this person or not? And we're not talking. Do I trust them? You yeah. know, and so a lot of times we just kill anyway. And me and Coastal, a bunch of times we're in the final extract, and here they come running in there, and they wanted to team up. And I remember you said, they're teaming up. So we don't team up. And we smoked them all, three of them, just me and Coastal. And they got an helicopter and leaving. We got a little extra cash, a little extra stuff. That's kind of the fun of it. So uh, I'm not a big team-up guy on there, unless I'm going in solo maybe. But uh, it, anyway, man, so that that's just kind of game that it is. I think we need to go back. I don't think we mentioned this. Uh, so the point of DMZ is uh, uh, the the main point of this DMZ is, is is twofold. The one is you have several objectives or missions that that you need to do and complete. And there's different tasks. Pick up, you know, ten bandages, or you need to go kill some a high value target and extract with a gun, or you need to kill an operator. It doesn't matter what the missions is. The whole point of these missions is to complete all the missions in a tier, to level up to the next tier. And the ultimate goal for DMC is to unlock three insurance slots for your guns. So you can go in with no guns of your own, right? You don't even have to go in with a gun, period. You can just kill somebody, melee somebody, and take one off a bot. The point is, you have three, which I only have, I don't even have them all unlocked. I don't know if you guys do, but um, the point is is if you bring in it, you have three insured slots and those are your custom guns that you make yourself, you know, what, however you want to load them up with all the attachments and all the tuning, something you're used to, something you're used to. Now, if you, the reason it's called an insured slot is if you, um, if you die, they don't, they can take your gun, but it'll turn into contraband. But if you, if you die, you have to wait a time amount, uh, 
a couple hours before you can use your custom gun again. So at that, that point, you'll have to use what Hollywood referred to earlier as contraband. And contraband is just any gun you pick up in Almazra, whether you kill somebody and take it, or you kill a bot and take it, or you find one in a in a in a loot uh, cache. That that's what it is. But the so if you if you lose your insurance slot, you can't use it for a couple hours. You have a couple other options. You can go back in with no guns, and every time you extract or kill or do objectives, it lessens your time. You have to wait to use it. So the point is not only we're having fun doing this together, but the other point is. Um, is to have multiple insurance slots. So if you die, you can run back in with a different gun of yours. I, I just wanted to point yeah. that out uh, before. Yeah, we... so you get it down by extracting cash um, or yes. putting stuff in a dead drop. And it the, obviously the more expensive it is, it pulls that time down. And the first one is a two-hour wait. I think the second, it adds two hours every time. So if you lose both guns, I mean, you're looking at like a four-hour wait. I think they might have changed it on this latest download. But our update, but you know, if you're extracting cash or dropping stuff in a dead drop, you can get that down. And you usually go in with two because you want a sniper and you want, you know, an assault rifle or whatever. I use the crossbow again. It's kind of, it's not the same, but it's still good. Um, but uh, so that's pretty fun. And that's kind of what you're saying that the, the extract. So if you kill somebody, they might be, ha- they might have one of their good guns on there and you unlock a new gun if you don't have that gun. So, um, by extracting it. It's all about getting it's all about extracting. If you die, you lose your vest, you start from scratch. And if you got an insured weapon that you didn't use, great. You can go in there with a good gun, but now you got one plate and we're gonna get into this whole mess. Yeah. Uh and so uh yeah, you got plate vest, you can get up to three plate vests and a backpack is small, medium, large. And, uh, you know, if you could have a medium or above, you can carry a third gun and you got to be able to have that. If you want to extract with other people's guns, you know, you can't, or just drop one of your good guns. Or if you don't, if you go in there with no guns, like coastal saying, it doesn't really matter because you can get good guns. So, and, and carry whatever you want. Now let's talk about some of the problems, um, with this mode that call of duty may or may not need to work on just based on our opinions here. So you're going to drop off. You don't pick where you're going to drop into, which is fine. That's fine. Um, and, you know, you might have a have a quest that, you know, you need to do something in the city. And you, you might be down in the village. So you're the, across the map or whatever, the port or something. And so you have to get over there. So you can take a vehicle. Highlights red. Let's everybody know where you're there. So it's a little bit dangerous. But as you get there quicker, so it's a risk and a reward stuff. I like that. Um. One of the things now that it, it almost it can't decide what it wants to do, I don't think, and it's understandable, it's new. Tarkov is extremely um, unforgiving, you know, it's like one shot kills. You see a, a soldier, whether that's a player or a, at least what I've seen, or a bot AI, it can kill you in one or two shots. So, the Call of Duty DMZ is a little bit more forgiving, it's a little more arcadey, which is what people like it's more fun to me so it's a little bit more relaxing but they have this ai they have it kind of starts off with tier one which is just a non-plated ai tier two they might have one plate and then you get to tier three which is big juggernauts that come down and there's commanders out there on the field too that are super tough uh, defensively and offensively like a juggernaut with a minigun a commander flying a helicopter the chemist who's got a lot of armor and he'll, they will smoke you quick. So how, you know, 
how do you dial in this AI to make it where it's not overwhelming? It seems like now you go in. So, so if you go in with a silenced weapon, you can shoot a couple AI. They don't know you're there. You easy and do what you got to do and leave and get through the town. If you go in blasting, they get stirred up, of course, uh, and then they start attacking you. But you know, even if even with the silenced weapons, it seems like it's only like three or four shots, and now they're on to you. Yeah. I, so, I think that um, a a a, a tip or a uh, uh, word word of guidance from us me who have played a while is uh <clears throat> if you <clears throat> if you are kitted up and and you've already done a few exhales and you got a three plate vest and you've got a large or medium backpack and you've got your insured gun you can go in those uh higher higher looted areas and be ready for them right because that's where the top tier ai go if you if you die and starting over you need to stay on the outskirts and the slums they're not as they're not as active there until you do a contract or a safe or something that would be my word of caution i wouldn't yeah, go straight so into i wouldn't go straight into a stronghold or a police station or an embassy or downtown if you're not ready to rock you know with self yeah that's good advice and it's, it's, it seems logical but sometimes it just seems like you'll be you know on the outskirts and you kill. I mean, as soon as you walked on the scene, they're throwing. I mean, I understand. So, so this is the this is the idea right here. This is the idea that it used to be. You know, you stay in one spot for a long time. Of course, just like any military, right? You stay in one spot. They're going to send helicopters. Hey, these there's operators here. If, you, if it was the enemy talking, you know, they keep killing our guys to send helos in to this one spot. You move. They don't know where you went, right? But now it seems like you walk into a town, here comes a helo. And sometimes, for some reason, they're tier three. There's nothing special about this area. Tier three dropping in, and they will kill you sometimes. Sometimes they take it easy. But you think, okay, these are massive tier threes. There must be something special around here. Not necessarily, not always. And now it's not a looter game in terms of, this is where Call of Duty is getting kind of, you know, it's not a Diablo. It's not a Borderlands, right? So what are you going to loot so you only go loot plates, a couple little items for some cash, but you're not going to loot like a special headset, you know, that's going to let you hear from farther or something uh-huh. like that. There's no such, no items like that. There's no, there's no blue, purple or orange loot type of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of a, a area that they got to figure out. Um, and that's like you said, if there's an HVT that I expect them to be tougher enemies there that I got a high value target that I got to kill. If I got to blow up a, a particular ca- cache of um, weapons or something, I expect there to be some more resistance than normal. Um, and then, uh, you know, if you open a safe, you drill a safe, here comes the enemies coming in. So it's a risk and a reward thing. That's awesome. That stuff is I understand. And I don't mind the certain enemies as long as there's some payout, but sometimes it just gets completely overwhelming. Uh, and we don't really know why yet. No, we don't know why. They've tried to adjust that, and they have not done well yet adjusting that. Now, it's still technically, in air quotes, beta, right? So um, hopefully they'll figure that out. They need to di- they, they need to do one or two things. Dial down the uh, aggressiveness or the uh, time to kill or how much armor some of these people have, or they need to dial down how many AI show up in one spot. One of the two would fix that problem, I think. Yeah, you need to dial down. When we 
there's a time, I think it was all three of us playing. But, I mean, it was nothing special. We're sitting there, the helicopter comes in, and they drop off. Uh, I think we were uh, capturing a SAM site or something, and they dropped off like seven, six or seven, <laughs> tier three. A truck comes. Before you even kill those tier three, here comes another. And you can't kill a tier three. It's going to take an entire clip. I mean, 45-round clip will go away before you kill. And that's if you hit in every shot. Yeah. Um, and then you got to reload. I mean, you're only going to carry 210 rounds. So how many, how many, that, you know, times six, you've already expended your entire ammo and you yeah. just dropped off three or four, literally about three or four loads of these. So you're not getting out. I mean, there's nothing you can do no matter how good you are. And, you know, you think you're going to hide in the buildings and stuff. And I mean, you'll get shot and you're like, where'd I get shot from? Oh, there's a guy three buildings down. He just happened to see you barely walk past this window Boop, and it hits you as you walk through. Yeah. So they got to somehow program it to where if you're behind a wall, it can lose visibility, um, something like that. And like you said, it is in beta, uh, you know, and, and and it's a free, this is the, this is the catch all. It's a free game. Okay. It's a free game. They're letting you play it. So you really can't, you know, if I spent $60 for a quote beta, I'd expect it to be worked on and stuff like that. So you, you and as much as, you know, want it to be good, and it's because you care about it. Um, <clears throat> they're they're i know how they're going to make money off this is um I, i've already seen it because i i hadn't i hadn't bought it the, the game yet i won't because i only wanted to play dmz so i didn't i didn't need to the, the only reason at this point to buy the game for dmz at this point until here recently was so you could go in a you know ship you know, shipyard or whatever, whatever it's called shipment to just level up guns. Right. That would be, that would be my only, the only reason anybody buys the game anymore is not for the campaign. It's so they can level up their guns for Warzone, Right. That's it. That's really what it is. Um, and it is technically free and I have not had to use it. I'm a little behind on some of the guns because I haven't. However, you know, if you notice, and I told you guys the other day, they unlocked a fourth set of missions, a fourth regime called the crown. Well, you cannot do any crown missions, uh, you know, without buying the game. So that's probably how they do it. What I do like about it is there's no advantage of buying anything for DMZ. It's just like Warzone. The only thing you're buying is skins, you know, or tiers or whatever, and different guns and blueprints, but nothing makes it more advantage you don't need money well, to play this game and be successful. I don't think as far as DMC you don't, but here's the thing that they're doing. You're right. So I didn't really realize that either. So we, we, me and uh, Rev have modern warfare to the game, which the campaign was awesome. I like the campaign and I did buy it for the campaign and for, you know, the multiplayer, but um, you're going to level up your guns faster in DMZ by far, by far. It's hard to level up a gun compared to DMZ. I mean, you go in about three matches of DMZ, your guns leveled. <laughs> pretty good um and so like you said we got unlocked the, the you know your first tier is unlocked for your your customized weapon your second tier you had to get to like tier three of a particular faction so they got like four factions um and so we got that right before they redid season two and then we did season two everything starts from zero but we just still had our um unlocked insured yeah. slots that followed through that. Now, to unlock your third tier, this is the only one left, you can get to like tier three or finish tier three in a particular faction, which they do get very difficult. Or 
get to tier three on crown. So it's like one less tier, but you got to do it on crown. And I didn't even realize that that was one you had to buy. So that's what's coastal saying. You had to buy modern warfare two to have access to this tier. And it's very difficult too. even already on tier two. It's like, man, this is getting tough. And some of them you have to have three, like me and Rev. We and Rev play, you know, when I'm off, probably at least an hour a night. And um, so we're always playing. But when we we can't do some of these missions until Coastal can get on and then play with us. And um, and so uh, they do have the Battle Pass. And here's what I'm getting at with the money stuff. They do have Battle Pass. And I had enough carry. They did carry over your COD points, which is great. So I get the Battle Pass essentially for free because I've never paid for it at all. But I've just saved up enough COD points. And it only costs like whatever, something like 1,100 COD points or 1,000. And, and if you finish the Battle Pass, you're going to get 400 more. It'll be at uh, 1,400. So you're, you're, you're not going to lose anything. So here's what they've done. These weapons that you can unlock, they've allowed you to tune them now. And so once you completely unlock all the attachments for that weapon, or you level up that weapon to max, not all the attachments, because the attachment thing's weird. You might have to, if you yeah. want to unlock a particular scope for your ISO hemlock, you might have to, you know, get to level 17 on your M4. It's just weird. And so, um, the uh, but once you level that weapon up, now you can fine tune it to whatever you want. Okay, I want more damage, less range, less aim down sights, whatever you want to do. So what they're doing now with these guns that blueprints, they can find the the developers can tune it to however they want. So you'll have this blueprint, and you say, okay, I got this blueprinted weapon. I want to add but I want to add a, a seven round clip on the sniper instead of the five round. And it'll say, if you add this seven round clip, it resets all the fine tuning. Are you cool with that? And you go, yes or no. And so you're erasing all the tuning that they did. Now you can go back and try to tune it back, but I guarantee what they're going to do is have these weapons so fine tuned that you're going to get, you're going to be able to, I'm not saying you can't achieve that tune yet, but remember when we asked you a long time ago, uh, when we did one of these, like, is there any difference between, like on Warzone One, this blueprinted gun versus you know okay the M4 blueprint, but can't I just build that gun and it's the same thing? Remember that? And it's like okay, we well build it up, but it is going to be a little bit different because I bet they tuned it different. But now they're giving us the option as players to be able to tune these guns. So they they probably are going to have something like that. ISO Hemlock right now is just it's 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 going to be meta because it's the newest gun. They want you to buy the season pass to get it quicker or whatever. I think it's a free one if you eventually unlock it, but or, um, or you pick it up from somebody in DMZ and it's automatically unlocked. Yep. So, uh, yeah, so that's what's so good about it. Uh, And, but anyway, so they're doing something with those tunes and, um, some of these funky guns, but that, but I like the battle pass, but you'll, you'll battle, you'll, you'll get that knocked out pretty quickly doing DMC, say 60 days. You'll probably knock it out in um, one month, you know, and like, we're not, we're still considered casual and we hadn't played in a week, but that's unusual just because I've been working. We'll usually play at least every other night for about yeah. an hour. And so, uh, and you can, and we're, we're able to do it, you know? So if you're playing like some of these guys, I mean, you'll knock out that battle pass and, Three weeks, two weeks. You, you, you know what we should do, Hollywood? We should, uh, What's that? we should, uh, you know, p- promote the podcast and tell every supporter 
to just pay us large sums of money so we can play DMZ more for more podcast content. That's what I, you know, throwing that out there. No, I'm just kidding. Absolutely. Yeah, we're going to start the stream for DMZ. Yeah. And all this proximity chat, all kind of entertaining things. But uh, I'm just joking. But, but it, this is a, it's a unique thing for, for, especially for console games, the extraction shooter. This is going to probably be the future for these, like, quote, battle royales. Because I, I if you go back. I wouldn't and, see why not. I wouldn't see yeah, why not. It's the next thing. And uh, and I like it. I like it better. That it's almost a it's a perfect mix. It's well put earlier about the casual gamer can go in there and do that, but still get a little action. And swinging, you know, he doesn't play. He will not play Warzone. I get a headache. I don't like it. It stresses me out. And um, and so and I get it. You know, you'll get on happy. Oh, I'll play Warzone with my boys, and I'll piss <laughs> after three two games. <laughs> it's like it's, why it, I want to do that. I, I get it because. Swinging is even more casual than us on Battle Royales. He was he never jumped in that loop at the time when this was becoming popular. Either I think he he didn't have time because of his job, or you know he was he still was involved in more of the Destiny thing, which he still is. But you know he uh, he likes playing retro too. So he wasn't he. I'm not saying he's not as has this, he's not as competitive as us he's very competitive but his drive to be competitive to a bunch of teenagers who are sweating their off playing war family zone. friendly oh coastal. sorry Excuse, edit that hey, one let me write that time down i gotta edit that out appreciate it <laughs> that's kidding <Shh>. <laughs> oh, <No>. <laughs> anyway yeah so uh you know i i want swinging to 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 get in on this for sure Anyway. Yeah, he he will like it. Uh, we Doc and Noah like it, and, and Huff was playing with us on um, Warzone. We had a great time, excellent snipers, um, and we had a good time. But um, but yeah, that it is a good thing, and I don't know if it's because so, uh, and not to get too deep down this this rabbit hole, but with Warzone and for, so you think about Fortnite because you talk about swinging played Fortnite with us, uh, so he liked that battle royale, and um, you know it was uh. You're eventually going to hit a wall because of the skill-based matchmaking. I do not get it, and, that, and nobody. I don't know if Fortnite has, but but Activision has never said we don't do skill. We don't. They have never acknowledged skill-based matchmaking. So, and I've already gone into that too. It's probably money-based matchmaking, as we're you know. I've already gone into what my theory is on how they match. Um, on in that podcast I was talking about earlier, but. If you, you will hit a wall and make it a miserable experience if it's skill-based matchmaking. You are going to eventually get somewhere where you can't overcome. And it takes so many losses within that particular tier to yeah. move down. And then one win, you're back up there. You go pro again, as we always say. Yeah. But DMZ, I don't know. They, don't, they haven't figured out either that they're not doing anything like that. And it's just kind of random. Or it's more strategy and it's not just qu- uh, fast twitch because you got to put up with ai you got to figure out a good high ground you got to you know you kind of know people are shooting that's the beauty of it the strategy will win the positioning will win and it's like that in warzone to some degree but then you got third party and you still got that in dmz but it's just not as prevalent and so i think that's what's making a difference for me in this game the spot on because um you know who's playing DMZ? Our age people more. Oh yeah, that's and everybody right. we've ran into for the most part, besides us, is you know polite. 
they're polite. They, <laughs> isn't that weird? We won't and kill I, you. We're gentlemen. And, and I and I really do believe there's no skill based matchmaking in DMC because we run into some absolute monsters and we run into some absolute bots. I mean, yeah, in the same match, it. And, and and it doesn't matter. The people you have teenagers and people that like you said fast twitch. That's a good way to put it, but. They know the meta. They're 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 uh, exploiting movement, right? And they're mm-hmm. they're trying to figure out the way to move the fastest and just completely turn you around. You cannot do this in DMZ. You have to. In fact, I dare say, if you're not a good shooter and you don't know how to use the sniper, you're at a, a huge disadvantage in in DMZ. Besides position, yeah. you, you got you've got to work as a team for sure. You you really need to bring a sniper in as much as you can in that game and that mode. Yeah. You definitely got to work as a team. One guy is, you know, bots. So non-skilled players can kill you if they down one of your guys and kill that. So if they down you, you can get resurrected and, you know, it takes, you know, fewer seconds. You can self revive. You can use a resurrection pistol to help. But then if they kill you all the way, your frames lay in there and it takes, you can still get resurrected, but it's a lot longer process. And so, uh, you know, if they kill you all the way and your boys are trying now, they have to scramble not only against, you know, one extra, potentially one extra, but you don't know how many people are on the team and you don't even know when they shoot you and down you, you don't know that you got downed by an actual player yet, only when they kill you. Um, and so it doesn't pop up on your screen. When they kill you, it'll tell you what you were killed by. And, oh, that's, there's players there. And you can kind of tell by the pattern of they're shooting, they're hitting you every shot and stuff like that. And you can see a glint in a sniper. There's a bunch of ways you can kind of tell after you've been playing. Um, and even, even the AI drive vehicles too. So you don't know, you know, by the way, the pattern, how it's driving, you can kind of learn. But, um, but it puts that, at, you know, you've had less skilled players wipe our team out because they either got the advantage on us, they down killed us, one of our guys quickly, um, you know, or whatever the case. So, uh, there's all, that's what it's, it's, you don't, I don't, I just don't feel like there's ever been like really like a cheap kill or, you know, and, and I've seen like Jay, I watched Jay God a few times when it comes to, uh, Warzone. He's kind of a streamer, just basically like a Call of Duty commentary or commentator. Mm-hmm. But, um, he is kind of talking, he don't even play playing Warzone, you know, slide canceling's out. They don't, you can't just keep jumping. You can't, all these things that, you know, make it like Halo instead of positioning and shooting. I don't like streamers love it because it creates a skill gap that they can go on there and, and make good content or whatever. But I don't like that. I don't like where I like the guy that can think the best, almost like a strategy game, but that's just my style. I like strategy games too. And so, uh, but anyway, that offers more of that in DMZ than Warzone. I remember we played Warzone, me and you coastal. That's the last time we played, I've played it. And it was me and you, and we were uh, we were wrecking for it. I think we killed like four or five people, but the whole time we were getting shot from somewhere else, somebody peeking in with a sniper and like third party, and that's like the new thing. So it's like, man, you can't breathe, you know, and they got position on you. There's really nothing you can do. And so, uh, you know, it's a little bit different there in DMZ. So not a fan of the new Warzone, but love the DMZ. Love the DMZ. There's not many mainstream streamers that are in love with Warzone. They're playing ranked Call of Duty, which I would like to get into with you guys. That's multiplayer? Yeah. It looks really fun. And that's actually something to go for. And then they're just trying. I mean, <clears throat> they're, they'll, 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 they, they get so mad at Warzone 
that they'll jump over to Apex or they're playing new beta games or they'll play something else. They just, you know, they can't. It's just not the same. It's it's, it's good. I, I have had fun. When I play with uh, Marketing and, and Beetle, I do have a good time because they know what they're doing and, and we do have fun. It kind of reminds me, but it's that I don't have that feeling anymore yet yet playing that like I do. I mean, there's, it's 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 like a you're opening a new game at Christmas. That's what I feel like every time I jump into DMZ. You know, yeah. it's just a, a great experience every time, even if we get crapped on. Yeah. You know. Yep. It don't bother me. It's too bad. The, the penalty for getting killed. You lose all your stuff. But I mean, you can go get it back. But it gives you. It's kind of like you lose all your stuff. Okay. Well, cool. That gives me a good reason to loot and find more stuff again. Because once you're loaded to bear, you're just completing missions. And those are good too. And it's fun to leave with three missions completed, you know, and oh, I'm going to pick some more and this kind of stuff. So, um, but yeah, it's a lot of people have complained like, well, what's the point of it? Well, I mean, what's the point of any of it? And I'm not trying to say it's a game. There's no points to any video games. I'm not trying to say that. I get that argument that they're, that they're coming up with. If there's a light at the end of the tunnel there, um, you know, you're kind of a little bit more fun, but that, that call it, but that's kind of out of call of duty's realm. I think at least well, for now. You know what's cool though is um, DMZ. You know, there's a lot of people that may have never played a Call of Duty or Warzone because they're a, a single player person that is still competitive, but um, you know, but they're they're a completionist or they like checking boxes off and and not necessarily collecting, but hundred percenting. I mean, you technically you can right. each season for uh for for DMZ. I mean, you could. Yeah. I mean, that that, yep. that could that brings in a certain new people uh audience maybe as well yeah yeah we've never completed one tier completely so uh i don't know how high i think they go to five i can't imagine a fifth tier (laughs) uh wow they're they're bad i've i've watched them they're 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 some tough like one of them is uh, i know i saw one i don't know if it's this season or the right at the end of last season i was watching um stone mountain 64 and them and they had to get they had to get like 10 or 20 headshots on operators with a certain <laughs> sniper and a certain scope attached. Wow. And like you, you had to let somebody else down them and you could finish them with the heads. It was like, it's yeah. tough, you know, it's tough. Yeah. So the challenge is for sure there. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess it, but you don't have to get them all in one, one, you know, go so you can get one or two and then you're like, okay, well then the next, so now two of 10, you know, or whatever the case. See, I like yes. those where you just chip away. That's fine. I like that kind of stuff. Me me too. And, and, and there's going to be, you know, some up there in the tiers that are, you have to finish it all in one go. Yeah, that's tough. Those are the tough ones. But if they did some sort of rank structure where like, okay, you know, you're a, you're, you know, somehow, you know, if you extract, you know, you move up in rank and they just have some kind of global ranking system. You know, and I know people will get in there and try to manipulate the system by teaming up. And now we got six players, but, um, but anyway, yeah, you can, you know, and I won't get into this. I got a video. I'm going to try to do it where me and Rev, uh, so this is just a little scenario. I mean, we always run duos if, if Coastal's not on. And then, um, we snipe this guy drove by in an LVT sticking out of the top on his turn. I pop off on him at him with a sniper they pull up on top. They drive off like they don't have nothing to do with us. But then they get on top of a bridge, and there's like 
three glints looking at us and we're like, okay, they're trying to snipe. And then, and then ref's like, dude, they got like six people. We better go. And they come running down charging. We're in a village and it's only two of us and there's six of them. But dude, we killed them so many times. We couldn't get like the last guy, you know, then they go resurrect. We kill them again. The last guy still running around there and he resurrect one guy. And, you know, so we do, we, we killed so many. I think we ended up killing like 12 operators that, uh, that round. And, um, the point of it where I'm getting at is that with your positioning and with your strategy, I mean, we're defending a fortification and they're trying to, to assault us. Right. So we got a little bit of advantage there and you can use that to your advantage. So there's a little bit more strategy that kind of plays into this, which is what we, I like about it. But, um, I guess you could say the same thing for war zone, but I don't know. I don't know why it's different, but, um, we had a good time with that. And I recorded that one. I'm gonna do something with it eventually. But, uh, but anyway, that was, that was a good time. Those are just fun little scenarios that happen. It keeps it fresh and different. You might not run into anybody and then you just do your missions. So you never know what you're going to get. You, you it's might not like not war zone. It. We're either going to get smoked or, <laughs> or we're going to get smoked later. <laughs> so and, it's like and, the, you know, I, a big differential besides the size of the map and we know what we're doing between war zone is you have, you have a centered place you have to get to in war zone you don't have a choice the gas anybody has played yet anybody hadn't played yet there's one point of gas but it don't it don't start to like 20 minutes in and you have three extraction points um that you can choose from to get to you also have an option to uh run a contract uh where you can uh, free a hostage and they will and then and a helicopter will pop up for you. You have multiple points to get out. What's what's cool about DMZ that makes it feel like Warzone a little bit in the end is if if you've been doing objectives or you've been slaying and you haven't been paying attention to time and that gas starts moving from that central or from that point, <laughs> you're only going to have one extraction point at the end and it gets dicey. And that yep. is is if you, if you're missing that that love and feeling of of getting and uh, anxiety from a gazillion people around you that that's when it'll show up <laughs> uh, at the end. Then you have to defend if you get there first. That's another cool thing. There's a timer on the helicopter when you extract. Normally, once your your whole team's on it, you got five seconds. You're out of there, right? When you get to the last one, it, it don't. It's got like a two minute countdown, and it don't matter. And it's it's not. If your team gets on there and they say, um, all right, it, they don't care. You're, the timer's still going to be the same. So you have to either defend or wait to the end and kill everybody and get on. And it's it's really neat. And sometimes you get there and everybody's already dead or extracted. There's nobody there. You know, yeah. that's a, that that's, is a fun aspect of DMZ as well. Um, at the absolutely. End. And all, that's a good point, too. And all the AI also are running from the gas. So you're going to, they're going to that area and they're going to, you have to kill. You know, they're yep. running past it. They're not programmed to like all converge on that helicopter, but they're running from the gas too. So as you're running, you think you're going to sneak up and they're shooting at you. Anyway, it's a lot of fun. So y'all need to check it out. But look, uh, Coastal. Yes. This is awesome. You need to come back on more, man. It's a good, it's happy, hey. to, happy to have you back. Glad to have you back. I, I, I love the Lord, but I also have to praise Daddy Elon on the side. For bringing <laughs> Starlink to my house, so now I'm, and it's been ginning. I can do all the things at the same time. So anytime you need me, I'm I'm ready to rock, man. So 
That's uh, awesome, dude. I, I'm I'm glad that you've had me back on. I, even though I talk to you weekly every other day, it's not the same as as getting on a podcast with you because we don't get to do that often. So no, we've had some good podcasts, man. I'm happy to get this rolling again. Hopefully, we can make it more common now. We got yeah. it all set up. Just everybody, well, cool. everybody's uh, been been great on the podcast, and I, I'm just glad to be a part of it for sure. Oh, man, we're happy to have you, no doubt. Well, anyway, guys, I appreciate you guys listening uh, to this smooth ramblings with Hollywood Coal Coastal Minority. Check us out at hnkexp.com or on Facebook at hnkexp or email us at hnkexp at gmail.com with any questions or concerns. Like and subscribe if you like what you hear. And we'll see you next time. Later. Hollywood. What you got? Hit the music. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.